everybody, it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 live. In four hour recording studio. Recording. Wake your ass up, it's the next friend in the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cox and Grendar in the morning. Welcome back from PAX South. Yeah, man. Yeah, we killed it. We, we killed it. We did we all the things we said we'd do. You know what? Here's the thing I was surprised. It yeah. blew my mind. We showed up. I want to let people in on the backstory. Mm-hmm. We promoted this thing heavily, mostly heavily. because they put us in the biggest theater there, and I was a little worried it'd be us and like two drunk guys. Good But for a minute, for a minute, it was almost true. We yeah. got there, and the people who were like the enforcers, they opened one of the doors because I got there and there was no line. I saw yeah. no one, and I was like, <laughs> uh, "All right." Walked into the theater and was like, oh, no, this place is huge. <laughs> Got in there, and they let they opened one of the doors, and the enforcers were like, all right, here's a crowd. And two dudes walked in. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> They're just like, we're here for the show. And then all of a sudden they opened another door, and, like, the line just poured in. And I was shocked. Shocked. Yeah. How many it, people wanted to come see rolling. us? Yeah, it kept going. I blew my mind how many people came to see us. I don't mm-hmm. even know. I... I'm going to say we broke the laws of time and space to fit as many people in there as we did. Even though we had, like, two rows open. You know what? That's fine. Yeah. We still had more than the Markiplier panel. More than any other panel there. Here's what I'm thinking. Next time at PAX East, Mm -hmm. we get a small room and people have to stand outside and, like, oh, no, we make it 13 plus so little kids have to stand outside and cry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, then the people that are 18 plus have to fight to get in. Yeah, and then it'll be just a riot. People will be like, what's that panel about? So then we do the next panel. The people in the front row are just like covered in blood, like, I fought my way here for this. For my country. It's like a Gallagher show. (laughs) We smash watermelons on them. If you remember Gallagher. I don't. I mean, I do from The Simpsons. Yeah, Gallagher, and he'd break watermelons on people. He was very popular during the 90s. Yeah. He was a comedian who broke watermelons on people. Yeah. That's it. I don't remember what he did exactly, except that he broke things on people. Yeah. I mean, he did it. That was his thing. He smashed watermelons on people, and people would pay to sit in the front row and get watermelons smashed on them. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I mean... That's what we'll do. We're going to steal that bit. We're going to just start smashing watermelons. Yeah. Oh, man. We have such great ideas. That we've stolen from bad comedians. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bringing it back now. I know, uh... Let's see, we gave out barbecue. We did. I was mad because we gave away all the good barbecue, and I didn't really get to, I had three pieces of meat. Highly disappointed. It was good, too. Yeah. I ate it. Yeah, Crandor did eat the barbecue. I we had answered no important. We answered important questions. We changed lives. We changed lives, really. I mean, really, there weren't that many important questions. I met a young girl, and I think we planned a murder together at the panel. Mm. I think we said we were going to kill someone together <laughs> oh. so that she could find true love. Look. I'm willing to help you guys. Oh, yeah, that's true. You also, uh, we met that guy who ate Whataburger with a hobo. We did meet a guy who ate Whataburger oh, with a hobo. That was weird. And then I the guy who know. made the Whataburger was there, too. Yes. By the way, we went to Whataburger. <laughs> I don't remember that experience at all. It was like 2 a.m., and you were like, I'm drunk. I just want to give I was, food. look, look, we went to uh, the Blizzard Twitch party, and they had a drink there called the Thralacane. And I got was- the Novanator. The Thralacane was four times the size of every other drink. (laughs) 
So it seemed like the responsible thing to do would be get that. And yeah. I did. Multiple times. <laughs> and I had very little to eat that day, so I was a mess. I only Continue. had one Nova Nader. Continue. Well, uh, oh, might I add, well, I guess we'll get this later, but um, we went to Whataburger because you were like, I eat food, man, <laughs> in that exact voice. Yep, sounds and about right. And then we went there, and you ordered, and you left your wallet <laughs> at the counter, and you left your devil horns that you got from Saints Row on the floor. Thankfully, and then... <laughs> I had no actual physical cash in that wallet. <laughs> yeah. So we're good. <laughs> and then... Uh, what did you, well, yeah, so then we tried yeah, what Whataburger. Did I, what, what did I do? Well, I mean, we ate Whataburger, because everybody in Texas was like, you gotta eat Whataburger. That's it's right. all right. So we, I don't, but here's the thing, I don't remember any of that. All I remember is, is we went you to Whataburger. You yelled at the guy for spicy ketchup, I remember. You literally, I, like, yelled at him, like he was scared. Well, he didn't give me spicy ketchup. You, you were, like, looking through his tray, you're like, spicy ketchup? He's like, I could go get more of that for you, sir. And you're just like, you better get more of it. And he was like, he was so scared. But he's from Texas. He's used to that. Yeah, that's true. And he works at Whataburger at 2 a.m. Yeah, he's used to that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, apparently Crendor was like a bunch of people sat at our table. Yeah, like three different people came and sat down your t- at our table, and like you remembered nothing. I don't remember any of those conversations. I'm sure they were great. Yeah, you talked about Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and lightsabers, and you talked about uh, Heroes of the Storm, and you talked about the uh, live streaming. And a yeah. few other things. Apparently a bunch of people sat down, and I was just like, full in conversation mode. I apparently <laughs> held, hold a very good conversation while drunk. You don't do. remember any of it. I didn't All even... I remember is being hungry enough to go to Whataburger. I remember everything up until Whataburger. Whataburger, yeah. completely don't remember anything. And uh, you you didn't even seem that drunk until you started uh, forgetting all your things. Well, I don't, you know, I'm not like a wacky drunk, like, whoa, I'm crazy. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not 14. Yeah. Or I, wait, kids, don't drink at fourteen. I'm not I think seventeen, it's working, man. I'm yeah. sad. Why oh. a sip of beer? I'm so wasted. No, I'm like a cool. I don't get wild, but I was hungry. <laughs> I was very hungry. I always I only like, have like one or two drinks, and they're usually margaritas because I like margaritas because they taste good. You and do, so you did. That's all you drank when we went out was margaritas. You're like, but, I want, can I get the margaritas? <laughs> but at that one place we went to, uh. It was like Rose's Moses. Yes. Right? You got a margarita there. I had a margarita there. That was the strongest margarita I think I've ever had. By the way, Rose's Moses. What is going There's a place in Texas, San Antonio, called Rose's Moses, Moses mm-hmm. Roses, whatever it's called. That place, everyone said, you got to go there, you got to go there, you got to go there. We went there. The service was horrible. It took like 40 minutes to get it served. It was horrible. Not even a, like over-exaggeration, like literal 40 minutes. One person came by and was like, hey... Hey, y'all, do you need menus? Left one menu for four people. <laughs> yep. We had two things of silverware. One of the silverware was only a knife. <laughs> <laughs> then we finally got drinks, and when the drinks came, only your and my drink came. <laughs> I know. No other drinks came. It was so it was so disjointed in so a mess. And then they brought a band out that was the like t- worst band. Whatever. Cello you know, guy, they were like, like broke a sassy strings. blues. Oh, that's true. They kept breaking their instruments. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, we're going to take a five-minute break, y'all. We'll come and right break, back. Then they break another instrument. And it's like, hold on, y'all. We're going to take a break. <laughs> but so eventually I mean, this like bluesgrass, like rockabilly band had to become a, a blues band because half their instruments were broke. So they were like, don't worry, y'all. We're going to do some blues for you. And they were just like, boom, 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 boom. I enjoyed it. I then, thought it was great. But they kept and being then, like, now we're going to play some Elvis. And it sounded exactly the same as all their other songs. 
Here's the thing, though. Crendor, admit it. Half of that margarita, you were you were bopping along, too. Don't pretend you weren't. No, halfway through that margarita, I didn't even know where I was anymore. <laughs> I was, like, legit. I was like, oh, my God, I haven't eaten food, and this is a strong margarita. And I just started, like, forgetting things, and I was like, I'm alive. He did say that at one point. I legit, like, looked at my hands, then looked up <laughs> at the band, and then looked at, like, all of you and was like, I'm alive. He did. That did happen. <laughs> No, but it's, I started it, freaking out. Here's the thing: it's like a fun bar where, like, you have to in order to get into it, you have to go to this white room, and there's like buttons and hula hoops and stuff. It's like figure out how to get in. You literally just press the button on the wall. Yeah. And like, <laughs> but idiots were outside dancing and stuff, and so you could watch yeah. them on screens inside the bar. So that was the only cool part. Yeah. So when people walk in, everyone would applaud the people's performances as they tried to figure out a way to get in. It mm-hmm. was cute, but the problem was, I guess they weren't used to that many people. Yeah. And so they ran out of half the food. There was, like, two waitresses for, like, maybe 200 people. It was insane. It was, it was not the place to be. Meanwhile, the last night we went to this barbecue place that was so good. So good. Like, called the County Line or something. It was, was good. the same place we got for the panel. It was. It was. And I wanted to go back because we didn't get to actually eat the panel food. Yeah. Well, it was I good. It was delicious. I ate the panel food. That's and then uh, the I think the best place we went to eat. I like how this is the where do we go to eat in San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. The best place we want to eat, we talked about it on the panel, uh, Sweet Yams. Oh, yeah, Sweet Yams. Sweet Yams was oh, so man. good. It looks like a drug den. Tastes like heaven. <laughs> should be their marketing slogan. It should. It should. It looked like a rundown shack, but the food was really, really good. And it's made by, like, this this little tiny white girl in her shack. And she's like, don't worry, y'all. I'll make you something good. Yeah, it's like, like she ah, legit. I love you. It's like a kitchen attached to a porch. Yes. And that's it. And the it. porch has the fridge outside. Yeah. So when she has to go get refrigerated ingredients, she has to, like, go out to the porch where you're all sitting to yeah, get her she's ingredients. She's like, how y'all doing? We're like, pretty good. Just waiting for the food. She's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, we got, like, uh, rice bowls with salad and shrimp. Yep. And then we split mac and cheese, and we all got little cupcake things. It was delicious. Yeah. And then the Uber driver delicious. picked us up, and he was just like, they growing shit here. I, 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 yes, because it's all <laughs> organic, sir. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. And I looked it up. Apparently, it has like four and a half stars on Yelp. And all oh, the reviews wow. are like, this place is great. Yeah, so if you're in San Antonio. If you're up for an adventure, go <laughs> yeah, there. And yeah. order the po' boy because I couldn't get it because they were out of the bread. Yeah. Everywhere we went, they were out of Look, San Antonio, if you're going to have another convention, get your shit together. Yes, yeah, Chicago wouldn't run out of their things. Everything was run out of. Everywhere we went, they're like, sorry, we're out of that. Everywhere? Really? Unbelievable. That town was not prepared. Not prepared. But. It's fine. Uh, I had a good time. I had a good time. I know. It was fun. I yeah, enjoyed it. So then it. next time, by the way, if you want to see the panel, uh, I believe it's on the twitch.tv slash PAX page, and it's like at two hours, 17 minutes or whatever of the It's also like if like you look on stream. YouTube hard enough. Oh, is it there now? Yeah, Someone I've seen people like upload it. Yeah, so. so go watch it. It's good. Everyone seemed to love it. Even people who were like, I hate those guys, loved it. Apparently yeah. during the stream, people were like, who are these idiots? <laughs> Turns out they stayed and watched, and we had the most, like, the second most viewed stream, if not the most viewed stream of the entire convention. I think number one was Guild Wars with, like, 90,000, but it's Guild Wars. Yeah, that's Guild Wars. Yeah, but we had, like, the best, like, non-giant company game. I mean, we even beat giant companies. Gearbox, they came on yeah. to talk about their the third uh, Borderlands, and we destroyed that. Yeah, take that, Gearbox. 3,000 more viewers. It was great. So, I will simply say... PAX East is going to be killer. It's it is. Be killer. I'm excited now. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
I, and it's much bigger. Crendor, your mind's going to explode. It's huge. It's going to explode? It's huge. Yeah, brace yourself. Brace yourself. It's ten times bigger. I don't know. The room they gave us, it doesn't – I think it's like the Bumblebee room. That doesn't sound like a big room. <laughs> the Bumblebee room. That doesn't sound like a big room, but I feel like yeah. playing the song Bumblebee Tuna when we come out. Oh, yum, yeah. Yum, yum, Bumblebee, Bumblebee Tuna. I, I like Bumblebee, Bumblebee, Bumblebee Tuna. Yep. Just the girls. Yum, yum, Bumblebee. Yeah, that was a great song, and I want to play that when we come out. Um, the Bumblebee room is where we'll be at, and I think we're doing it Saturday at 6 p.m. So we're like the Ooh. last one of the day, which is oh, great. Nice. We're going to eat dinner. That's a perfect of, Everyone's going to be so hungry. We're going to eat dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, we're gonna, you know what we're going to get? We're going to get food from – we're going to get clam chowder. Oh, uh, yeah. And some type of bread and, like, <laughs> some crazy fish or something. Boston oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I oh, can't wait. Oh, my God. I'm so excited now. Half Me the reason too, I like going to these things now is just eating the food. See, that's why the, you can stick with me. We're gonna go to the <laughs> that one restaurant that's the oldest restaurant in the United States. Oh uh, yeah, we gotta go. I mean, we gotta go. Every oh, time man. we've gone there, it's ended up with us being drunk, hitting on an old like ninety year old waitress. <laughs> as she, br- we're like, hey baby, bring us some more cornbread. She's like, oh you sweethearts. <laughs> oh sweetheart, I got you. I got you cornbread in the back. Love it, love it. So we're very excited. Also, either one of, either you, one of the nerds, or someone on the plane got me sick again. I mean, it could have been me. I Might said it, I told everyone I was sick. I told everyone I was sick. Yep. So now, right after I fought off this cold, Pax was like the best I felt in a month. I was like, oh, I'm feeling great, and now I'm like, well, back to this again. Yep. Have fun. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting over what I had, so Hello. I'm I'm okay. I'm a little I'm already, stuffy. I'm already to the coughing stage <coughs> and the stuffiness. Uh, see, there's so. my cough. Yeah. I still got it. I still that was got like a it. Boston. There's my calf. There's my calf. I'm getting ready for Boston. I'm so excited. So that's calf. that's in like a month and a half. That's the beginning I'm of March. Also flying JetBlue. Never flown JetBlue. But everyone said it's better than United. I'm flying uh, Virgin LA to Boston. I'm so excited. I, they don't do Chicago to Boston. Apparently, all the LA flights that go to the east are like, or all the West Coast the places go east, but no East places can like go east. I it's don't like, know what you said. Okay. So, like, you can go from Chicago to L.A. to Boston, but you can't go from Chicago to Boston. That's yes, stupid. Yes, you can also go, uh, when I flew to Atlanta, unless it was on United, I would have had to go from uh, L.A. to North Carolina, North Carolina to Atlanta if I wanted to go to Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> right? Even Texas, if uh, I, I had to fly United to Texas because it was, uh, I would have had to go from L.A. to Atlanta, Atlanta to Texas. Like, it's, like it makes yeah. no sense. It makes no dumb. sense. So dumb. But Towley and I think JP were like, dude, take JetBlue. So I was like, all right. JetBlue's good. It's like an East Coast thing. I used to take it all the time between uh, NYC and Buffalo when I went to school in Buffalo. Oh. And yeah. so it, it was like it was a really cheap flight. It was like 90 bucks. Yeah. Both ways. And a, they got, like, TV screens and stuff. It looks like it's the same price as United, but less shitty. Yeah, yeah. JetBlue's really cool. I like those guys a lot. The reason why JetBlue used to be good is because back when airplane flying was, a like, it's gotten a little bit better, but it used to be a massive pain. Yeah. Uh, They were the ones who were like, yeah, no, the flight's like 52 bucks, and we'll give you, like, a drink and a snack <laughs> just for showing up. And it was and bring your bag, sure, why not? I was like, this is great. And people are just like, whoa, are you serious? You gotta get a snack? And it was a good <laughs> snack too. You got like special cookies. Look, oh, man. man, that was my jam when I lived in New York. 
<laughs> Jet Blue, man. Yeah. And then I found Virgin, and now I can't go back. I know. I flew Look, Virgin like I, all the flights, and now I'm like, man, I can't. I want Virgin again. I get disappointed when I go on a plane, and we travel a lot. So, like, when I get on a plane and they don't have a, a, the intro music that that Virgin has, <laughs> yeah, before you take off, I'm disappointed. I know. I love. I love that. Like that little song and dance number they do before the the you take oh, off. Yeah. It's so great. They even used to have that little thing where he's like, if you've never used a seatbelt before, you can do this. But it's like, there's always fun. Yeah, well, that's in this one. It's like, for the, you know, 1% of you have never used a seatbelt before. That's how you do it. I'm like, ah, it's so, get it, because people are dumb. <laughs> oh, my God. So we went out to eat tonight in this uh-huh. one place. And there are these, this table next to us with these southern people. And this guy comes in in a cowboy hat. And he's like, uh, what? I'll tell you. Traffic what? out there's been crazy, man. And then his like wife or someone was just like, "If I had a laser gun, I'd zap them all." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Here's the thing. I feel like if that wasn't a Chicago accent, you would have been like, "Yeah, I agree." That's true. They felt like they just didn't belong. He even brought up Houston. I was like, "You don't belong here." Well, that's like us in San Antonio, though. Yeah, but they don't belong here. <laughs> All right, there you go. Like, he just needed to be like, hey, the one I wish I had a laser gun to shoot some of these assholes. Be like, yeah, man, wish I had a laser gun of my own. Yeah, man. Probably shoot, shoot it at the, the Bears' front management office. Make them do some smart decisions. You meatballs. <laughs> Stupid. I still just, just do PAX, PAX North, PAX Midwest. Yeah, PAX Midwest would be great. Be do great. Chicago. Be great. We have I'd a go there and, and I'd. I mean, I would have my dinners planned every night. First night, Chicago dogs. Second night, yeah. pizza. Third night, Ditka's. Done. <laughs> oh, it. my God. There's an awesome Chicago hot dog place where, like, they put the fries on the hot dog and they, like, wrap uh, it all together. It's so good. That sounds delicious. It's amazing. And they Man. have a no ketchup sign. And when people try to put, like, ketchup on the fries, like, the fry ketchup on the hot dog, everyone shames them. Good. Because you shouldn't put ketchup on hot dogs. Get out of town. Yeah. Get, Get out, out of town. town. You, should cu- you, you, you New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah. With, you know, look, I love New York. I think New York pizza is superior. But New York hot dogs are not. Chicago dogs are the best dogs. Hands down. It's so true. it is spoken. It's true. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a worldly man of American foods. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You okay there, buddy? No. Good. Because now it's time to go chop <laughs> and go stuff this guy's granddaughter. Grandor, how's that traffic out there? Oh boy, we're looking down on the city of Boston. It's a new city that's been formed between Chicago and Boston. Uh, looks like some of the newest residents are Mark. Uh, let's see who else we got in there. Chelsea, Ann Mason, uh, Kira, and uh, Madison Marvel. Uh, looks like they're going to be starting out this, uh, this brand new city. And leading up to that city, you got the I-48, the I-62, the I-159, and the I-10046. So uh, if you're going to be taking those roads, watch out for the intense traffic trying to get into this brand new city of excellent uh, architecture and population. Back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Now let's go over to the weather desk with Crendor. How's the weather over there? Oh, man, weather. Well, we need to talk about the snowstorm. Yes, apparently... It destroyed places and then didn't destroy others. Yeah. That's like, what I learned. Uh, it was like, 
New York will be covered by 3,000 feet of snow. And then it was like, oh, it missed missed New York. (laughs) And then, like, Nantucket got, like, three feet. Yeah. So some places where they were like, you'll be fine, got screwed. And other places they're like, it'll hit, it'll hit big. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) happened. I was watching the Weather Channel on, like, TV. And they were just like, you know, we predicted it pretty right. You know, we just, we were off by a little bit, but everybody was. I was like, what? <laughs> they showed one guy out. out in the snow, and he's like trying to walk in it. He's like, "This is crazy." He's like, "Well, obviously." <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I found out. Apparently, our weather satellite st- like infrastructure, yeah, and supercomputing is old, like really, really old, and not up to date. Oh, Europe's on the other hand is really high tech, and oh, so oh. when we use our satellite stuff. We just go to Europe and ask them, like, is this right? Seriously, that's what I found out. Apparently, ours is so lacking that we have to double-check with the European satellites uh, imaging just to make sure. Radar imaging and stuff. Oh, God. Because, and, and here's what they say. Ours is very good at detecting intensity. Theirs is very good at detecting location. Oh. So that's why we knew, like... How much there was going to be, we just didn't know where who was going to get hit with it. Yeah. So they're like, like, yeah, no, we know. Yeah, and which is stupid. I feel like shouldn't we be able to come up with a computer that does both? You would think so. You would think so. (laughs) But what? uh, Apparently, it requires supercomputers to figure that stuff out. You know who's whatever better at figuring it out is Whoppy the weather bot. Uh huh. What's Whoppy say? Whoppy. It is going to snow in Boston. Thanks, thanks, Whoppy. He knows. He knows. He, he knows. didn't say when. He didn't say how much. He just knows that's how you predict things. Yeah, and he's never wrong. He's never been wrong. Never been never. wrong. Yep. Thanks, Whoppy. So, all right, I guess that's the weather. <laughs> that's the weather. Sports, big weekend. Big weekend. Big weekend. It's going to be a weekend. Super Bowl. Apparently, uh, Katy Perry is going to be performing. Katy Perry, let me, let me just say, for the record, mm-hmm. has never given a good live performance. Mm-hmm. Never, I have never well, seen a live Katy Perry performance where I've been like, "Damn, that's inspired me as much as her songs." Well, they never. have five new Katy Perry Super Bowl halftime reveals. There will probably be some pre-recorded vocals. Of course, Lenny Kravitz isn't her only special guest. Obviously, she's done her Super Bowl homework. Uh huh. <laughs> her ensemble will include animals. Uh huh. And don't expect a prepackaged version of the Prismatic World Tour. I don't know what that uh-huh. means. Huh. Well, great. <laughs> so this will be this will be a real entertaining thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yep. yeah, Katy Perry. Uh she's yeah, no, Katy Perry. Yeah. Also, uh Marshawn Lynch, the guy who does not talk to the media, has told everyone why he doesn't talk to the media. Uh-huh. Why's that? He said, quote, Y'all shove cameras and microphones down my throat. But when I'm at home in my environment, I don't see y'all, but y'all mad at me. And if you ain't mad at me, then what y'all here for? I ain't got nothing for y'all, though. I told y'all that. Yep. <laughs> he certainly did. <laughs> yep. That's what he said. Maybe, that, maybe he should Maybe should have kept quiet a little bit longer. <laughs> he probably should have. Maybe he should have just been quiet just a little bit longer. Um. Yeah, so big game. I've seen some of the commercials. Some of the commercials are really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, but most of them, 99% of them are stupid. Yeah, as usual. As usual. And I will simply say, my favorite commercial is the Divergent trailer. <laughs> it has if to you be. haven't seen the Super Bowl Divergent trailer for Insurgent, just 
oh guys, guys, let me let me describe it to you. Mm-hmm. Our hero, our heroine from the first movie, mm-hmm. is like chained up like in the Matrix, in like those wires out the back of her neck and stuff, in a glass room, and she sees the bad guy from the first movie like studying her, and then she like bursts out of the glass. And hits this woman, and then the woman shatters into a million pieces, and then the world proceeds to shatter into a million pieces as she flies to the ground, and the earth shatters into a million pieces, and then it's like, she is the one. <laughs> it's basically the Matrix now. Yeah, basically. It's, it's, they took Harry Potter and Hunger Games, and then now added the Matrix. <laughs> sure, whatever. Well, I'm in. At Bender Target. And I are in. You've already sold us. At Target, I thought it was a trilogy. And then there's a book at Target called Four, and it said our choice will free him. But according what? to Olivia Chesser on the Twitter, she said it's the prequel that just so happens to be the fourth book released, but it's about the character who's named Four. What? <laughs> so they literally made a fourth book to a trilogy about a character, and it's, yeah. A character named the pre- Four? It's a prequel. Do we know this character from... Look, I don't remember any of the characters' names I don't from the last either. movie. I don't even remember, I remember the main girl. I remember there's main girl. Yeah. Fault in Our Stars go- girl. Yeah. Main guy who's too old for her, but they still banged each other. Yeah. Uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, I think. Yes. Who's still alive. Uh, asshole kid who's mm-hmm. basically dark-haired Malfoy. Yes. And then... Uh, let's see. Then there's uh, that rapper guy. Oh, yeah. Rapper guy. Yeah, what's his face? Macklemore, evil Macklemore. <laughs> yeah, evil Macklemore. Evil Macklemore, and then uh, Titanic Lady. Yeah. That's really all the characters in the movie. <laughs> that is all the characters. Yeah, and apparently evil Macklemore's back in the next one. I'm so excited. I feel like he's going to have a heart of gold. No, he's evil gonna... Macklemore has to be like the supervillain. I don't know. I feel like he's going to come through in the end. He's gonna no, be he's like... gonna... I bet he kills the lady. He's like, I'm evil Macklemore. I don't know. He might be like Snape. No might... way. He's, he's evil Macklemore. No, but... She's basing all these things off like Harry Potter, right? Like it's practically yeah, well, then, Harry Potter. Yeah, and in the end, in the end, uh, bad douchey Malfoy is gonna be the the friend, the hero. Oh yeah, you're right. He's gonna sacrifice himself for them, man. Because it's also Hunger Gamesy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh. So. So yeah, that. We're very, as you can tell, we are very excited. Yeah, very excited. I'm, I'm gonna see this in the theaters. I am too. I'm gonna. We're gonna make a whole podcast devoted to insertion. You better. You better go watch it. <laughs> you better. Oh yeah. And better go watch Shades it. Shades of Grey is gonna come out soon. I don't I, know that I can go see that movie without <laughs> feeling weird. I don't know. I just. I just want to see the people that are there watching it. But yeah, I feel like, like I'll all go. The I'll go there. to a matinee on like a Monday afternoon because I bet there's a lot of single ladies in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's the Jesse Cox strategy. I'll show up in a suit. Be like, hello, ladies. I'm here to watch a movie. <laughs> or make one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess that's sports. That's sports. <laughs> what is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day is that uh-huh. I could not find one in time. What? So. Uh-huh. Better find one. Better find one. Students forced to undergo poop inspections. I'm sorry, what? Uh, Texas elementary students forced to undergo poop inspections. I mean, that sounds like a great story. That what does. It, what? All right. When officials at an elementary school in Gustine, Texas, kept finding poop on the floor, wait, the gym wait, floor. Wait, what? Yes. Okay. 
uh, they decided to get to the bottom of it. But their method of investigation has parents and students raising a stink. Are they trying to match DNA, poop DNA? I think they are. Oh, uh, my God. So on Monday, they rounded up 24 students, divided them up by gender, and the kids were ordered to pull down their pants far enough so educators could see if they were, there were any telltale fecal stains. What? <laughs> Eliza Medina 11 was embarrassed by the poop inspection. I felt uncomfortable, and I didn't want to do it. I felt like they violated Whoa, wait, my privacy. What? Wait, so, what? They just made little kids strip down? What? Like, I thought it was going to be like, we're going to test your poop versus the poop that's on the ground. Yeah. This is, like, way worse. This is this is a lot worse. What? Yeah, like, uh, I was furious. I mean, I was furious, Medina said. If you can't do your job or don't know what you're doing, you need to be fired. You shouldn't be here. Yeah, like, what's... You find poop on the floor, but, like, then you're like, let's strip the kids. Like, what? Here's the question. How often has the poop been there? I don't know. They don't say. Was it a one-time poop? Because it's a one-time poop. You just let that poop go. You say, you know what? It could have been an animal, right? Yeah. An animal could have gotten in here, and you, le- you let the kids have their dignity, right? Oh, an animal got in here. Yeah. Weird poop on the ground. I remember in grade school, some one of the kids' brothers, like, pooped in the stall, but, like, he, like, pooped on the side of the stall, and everyone was yeah. like, oh, man. But, like, he got suspended or something, but, like, everyone's like, whatever. You know? We didn't All have to do I'm, poop yeah. inspections. All I'm saying is you just let it go. You just let, <laughs> let the, it go. Let it, let the, but if it's a multiple pooping, then you have to look into it, right? Yeah. Because someone's doing it out of spite. That's like a here's cereal the, pooping. Yeah, here's the thing, though. If I'm a cereal poopist, I wipe my ass when I'm done. Yeah. I poop on the ground, then I run to the bathroom, wipe my ass. No evidence. Yeah. It's not that hard. Not hard at all. So why are they looking for poop stains on kids' butts? I don't even know. Plus. What kind of, what kind of kid has got a poop stain on his butt anyway? And like. Let me guess. They didn't find anyone. <laughs> They did not find anyone. Of the, course not. They hope to have the investigation wrapped up by Thursday's school board meeting. And what are they going to say? Like, well, we de-pantsed all your kids. <laughs> we've determined that we still don't know. And after looking at all their butts, we've determined we don't know who the who the serial pooper is. Of course not, because he's <laughs> smarter than you. Yeah. And let's be clear, this is a he. And it's probably like one of the teachers. Oh, obviously. Probably Mr. Jenkins, tired of everyone's shit. He's like, damn kids, I'll show them. He probably got de-pantsed by some kids. Yep. They probably de-pantsed him in class in front of all the other kids, and they all laughed at him. Yep. That's what happens when you de-pants Mr. Jenkins. I'll show show you damn kids. (laughs) They got to dig through that poop, find out what's in it. If it's corn and, like, important things, nutrients, it's an adult. If it's Cheetos and and Funyuns, it's a kid. Yeah. Facts. Facts. We're helping. We're helping at this point. By the way, I have to bring up the book. Which, so, which, which book is this? Well, I know which of our many half books our is panel this? was like about the book, so I felt like I needed to bring up the book. What book? Both books. Well, there's the advice book. A lot of people uh-huh. want to know about the advice book. We give advice, and we don't know what we're going to call it yet, but you should submit your questions to us so mm-hmm. we can answer them. Then there's my book, which I thought we talked about, but it turns out that podcast didn't go up. But now everybody from the panel knows about my book and on the stream. So now I feel like I need to discuss my book. You did discuss your book. I did discuss my book. You totally did. Everyone's no, heard did. about your book. No, they didn't. That podcast didn't go up. I know. All right. I'm just saying people know about your book. They don't know my book. Your book's basically divergent. It's not divergent. It's like Harry Potter and Game of Thrones. There's no divergent in that. Whatever. Uh, look, if it's Harry Potter and Game of Thrones, you're basically saying that like a bunch of kids get super naked, do it, and kill each other. 
but they don't, so it's not like it. So it's like <laughs> it's like its own creation, in uh-huh, which all right. there's three factions, right? Yeah, there's three factions. And like we've said this before. I... We've done, it, but it didn't go up. I promise you. I swear okay. on the Starbucks Reserve exotic rare and exquisite coffee. Uh huh. All right. Well, let's let's look. I'm gonna sit back, sip on this uh, chlorophyll water. Okay. Let you do your thing. Talk away. No, it's All on right. you. It's on you. All right. Hello, everyone. I am going to talk about my book. First off, it is a book for the ages. It does not no, have it's a title. Not. <laughs> it is about three factions. One of them is a wizard magic faction. The other one is a barbaric faction, but they're not all barbarians. And the third one is like an elfish faction, but they're not elves or humans. And they're not. None real. of what you said so far makes sense. <laughs> okay. So. You have the three of them, and they find that there's this this mineral, like, in the land, kind of like how when humans discovered oil, they're like, there's oil in there, and they all went crazy, or like the gold rush. They find this crazy mineral, but the wizards find it first. They're like, yo, we got to get this before the other people find out. But the other people find out. They're like, they're doing something over there, but we don't know what they're doing. So then this big, like, thing comes together in the middle, and they all fight over this mineral, but... The wizard people have gotten to it already, so it's like, what's going to happen? Like, crazy shit starts happening, and then it leads to just this giant war, and all this stuff happens. It's crazy. The only thing crazy about that book is you. <laughs> Listen. Uh-huh. It's going to be a great book. It's going to sell out. Strongly disagree. <laughs> it's going to sell out. It's a great book. I will be the first review, and my review will be like, Dear Amazon, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's all right. Five stars. Five stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Five stars. <laughs> yeah. But I'll be what like, I don't. This is the worst trash I've ever written. <laughs> Red. Whatever. <laughs> Listen, it's gonna have Slabigan in it. Who the hell Slabigan? We talked about him. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know, but I wrote it in a notepad because you said Slabigan would be a great name in a book, and so I wrote it down. Oh well, if I said it, then it must be true. Yeah, Slabigan. Slabigan, Slabigan Morgath. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And then, give, me, give me characters, I'll give you names. Go. Uh, Young Wizard. Fildrick Nickelbottom. <laughs> uh, Old Wizard. Arkanoth Vogrith. <laughs> uh, Barbaric Short Guy. Uh, Thud. Uh, Barbaric Leader. Oh, man, this guy has to have a good name. Like, uh... Yeah. Brawn Raven Hands. <laughs> uh, a spy that's an elf like spy. Ooh, uh, Nero Quick Blade. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. I'm so good at this. Uh, uh, a backstabbing, uh, back, an old backstabbing wizard. Uh, what kind of magic does he use? He uses, uh, he just uses it's just one type of magic they all have, but he's he's a backstabbing douchebag. Okay, let's name him. Uh, oh, Feral Tomley. <laughs> Feral Tomley. See, it does it doesn't sound like a backstab you, but he will. That's a good point. Right. That's a good point. And Thank then you. the last one, uh, an old sea an old seaside worker like an old shipman. Uh oh, his name needs to be like um. Oh man, what's a good C name? Yeah. Uh uh Fishman. <laughs> Fishman. <laughs> it's the old 
fish man. <laughs> That's what I came up with. It's like who you who do you, who do you talk to? This old fish man. <laughs> fish man. Be like, no, really, who do you talk? Well, it's old, yeah, fish man. He says his name, fish man. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. New York there Times bestseller. Uh huh. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> that's uh, that's the start of my book. Yep. All right. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> We're done. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always. To be continued. Uh-huh.